Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Look. I actually went on parental leave just as the Mac Studio M2 version hit the reviews desk, so I haven't been able to use it all that much. But I just wanted to drop in, like give my girlfriend the kid that I'm supposed to be able to take care of right now, and just drop you a quick beeline on the M2 Ultra version of this year's Mac Studio. Because I still think that while a lot of the focus on the professional Mac side falls to the lack of, let's say, expandability in the hardware section and perhaps the adaptability of the new Mac Pro, which uses the old sort of, uh, you know, Mac Pro chassis without giving the consumer um, the ability to upgrade RAM or to use like external GPUs, etc. All of those things that a lot of other media have brought attention to. I just think that the Mac Studio really does show the way for professional Mac users going forward. So for one, this thing, which is still just a Mac Mini, two Mac Minis stacked on top of one another, which means that it can always stay on the desk and not below a desk and take up so little space you can have up to eight terabyte of storage uh, installed on this and up to 192 gigabytes of RAM installed as well. Are there workflows which requires more RAM? Probably, yeah. But it's a lot of RAM for most people. And it's definitely something which can, I think, service a lot of professional users who are just looking at something which runs Mac OS and has a lot of horsepower in smaller casings. And I just feel like that the Mac Studio is such an obvious, obvious win for Apple, even though a lot hasn't happened in between generations. So what I mean by that is that a lot hasn't really happened in between generations. You get these two Thunderbolt 4 ports here in the front, which runs up to 40 gigabytes per second. You get the big SDXC US UHS2 SD card slot, which is full speed, which is nice. And on the back, we get four additional Thunderbolt 4 ports, 10 gig ethernet, two USB type A and HDMI. As I said, with the M2 Ultra, you can get up to eight terabytes of storage and 102 uh, gigabytes of RAM. Um, it is still the same deep fusion technique which allows Apple to stitch two M2 Max chips together, which basically no bandwidth loss. That means that you get a 24 core CPU and a 76 core GPU with the extra 32 core neural engine on top of that, which should give you theoretically at least 800 gigabytes per second bandwidth. That means that you can run three 8K displays at 60 Hertz or eight 4K displays at 60 Hertz. That is really cool. And beyond that, it runs it at the lowest power wattage that we're seeing from performance grade hardware. Certainly nothing that can be replicated in the PC world. That is really cool. It's expensive, it really is. I mean, you'd be paying thousands of dollars for something like this, particularly if you spec it up to that um, 192 RAM maximum. But the point is, it is still so much cheaper than even a baseline Mac Pro, which runs the same chip. Of course, it can fit some expansion cards and the extra cooling will probably keep the chip cooler for extended workloads. But looking at what you can get in, at such a small physical footprint at a computer, which you could technically carry in your backpack to and from work and which requires so little cooling that you only have these passive perforated intakes and exhausts at the bottom and on the back. That's just amazing, uh, like hardware engineering, if you ask me. And 
I know that people want adaptability in Mac hardware as well, but I just don't really think we need it because we really nailed it with this one. And if you're a professional Mac user, you must be happy that this is what you're able to get. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.